Hello, beautiful souls. Before we start the show, I want to let you know how you could win a free Reiki session with me. The session can be done in person in Sioux Falls, or it can be a distant session from wherever you're located in the world. All you have to do is leave me a positive five-star review on iTunes, and then email your name and a screenshot of your review to chelsea at mypurposeful.life. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A at mypurposeful.life. And that's it. You'll be entered to win. I'll pick a new winner every month and your name will stay in the drawing until it's chosen. This free Reiki session is for anyone, whether it's your first or your 21st. If you're wondering what exactly is Reiki, head over to my website at mypurposeful.life. I have a blog post over there to answer all of your questions. I can't wait for you to win. And now let's get on with today's episode. You're listening to the My Purposeful Life podcast, where women leaders like you learn how to connect your mind, body, and soul with your life's purpose. If you're ready to get out of the hustle and grind and start living a life you can't wait to wake up to every day, you are in the right place. I'm Chelsea, a business and life guide here to help you find the most fulfillment in your career, relationships, and self-care routine. I'm a StrengthsFinder coach, Reiki practitioner, and board-certified hypnotherapist. I've also owned Chelsea's Boutique for the past 11 and a half years, which is an incredible women's clothing store in downtown Sioux Falls with a culture built around women empowerment. I've learned through many tough lessons, working with my own coaches, and through many, many years of personal development and rewiring my own limiting beliefs that you can be an amazing leader and love your life at the same time. I'm here to show you how. We've got episode number 45, Take Your Strengths and Apply Them to a Career You Love with Molly Brueggemann. Friends, I literally cannot wait for you to hear this interview with the beautiful and talented Molly Brueggemann. Molly and I connected when she became a coaching client of mine this past spring. As you'll hear her explain, when we started our coaching sessions on paper, her career looked like a dream. She worked full-time, was using her degree, had benefits, earned a salary that paid for everything she could need, and she even had her own desk inside a big office. And yet, even though this job seemed like it should be everything she felt excited about, she found herself waking up every day and dreading going into work. She felt completely drained when her shift was over. She knew she wasn't using all of her talents to her full potential at work. Can you relate? I can totally see myself in Molly's story, and I'm willing to bet many of you can too. You'll hear how she uncovered her strengths and took that first leap in believing in herself, even though anxiety was rearing its ugly head and telling her not to, and completely turned things around in her own work and life. I have goosebumps just thinking about it. Let's dive into today's interview. Well, hi, Molly. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here to share your journey with us. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! Your story is just this beautiful example of what's possible when you go after your purpose. I think our listeners who feel stuck in their lives, our careers, our relationships are going to leave today's show with so much hope for how they can make positive changes and turn things around. But before we get into all of that... 
Just so we can get to know you better, can you tell us who is Molly and what are some things she loves? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Sioux Falls, and I've called Sioux Falls home my whole life. Um, I grew up in a pretty creative family full of um, artists and musicians, so creative expression has always been something that has come very naturally to me and has always been something I enjoyed, whether it be playing an instrument or creating kind of traditional painting or drawing art, um, journaling, or even just listening to music and going to concert and experiencing music with other people. Um, So when it came time to finally choose a major when I was in college, I decided to pursue graphic design. Um, No other paths of study really interested me, and I figured design would be a practical way to use my natural artistic talents and that love of creative expression to make a living. Mm -hmm. So that's what I got my bachelor's degree in six years ago now. And since I've graduated, I've held a really wide range of creative jobs, just trying to find a position that felt like the perfect fit. And... um, That's kind of where today's story begins. Yes. Okay. So we started our coaching work together in the spring of 2020. Um, A crazy time for just about everyone. I think we can all agree. What were you feeling back then and what led you to seek out coaching, especially when it came to your career? So in the spring of 2020, I was almost two years into a graphic design job with a large organization based here in Sioux Falls. And I was very unhappy. Um, I had a job that was amazing on paper. You know, it was full time with benefits. It gave me that steady paycheck. It utilized my degree. I got to work in a big office. I had my own desk. Yet I woke up in the morning just dreading going to work. Um, And I would go home at the end of the day just feeling so drained and unfulfilled. that's probably the best way I can describe it is just drained. Um, the work I did on a day-to-day basis, um, didn't utilize my talents to their fullest potential. And I just had this feeling that I was meant to do something more with my life. I just didn't know what that was. So, um, I was lucky enough to be able to work from home for a few months during the beginning of the pandemic here in the U S And I actually remember the day that I reached out to you to um, talk about coaching because I was sitting at my desk in my living room in my apartment, just staring blankly into my computer, just thinking, I need to make some kind of a change. I need to do something like I can't keep living like this and I need to take it upon myself to take steps because nobody else is going to do it for me. Um, But again, I just don't know where to even start. Mm -hmm. So um, I had done a few Reiki sessions with you by this time, and I knew you also did life and career coaching. Um, I figured I had nothing to lose at that point by reaching out and seeing if you could help me and give me some direction or even just give me some advice. So I filled out the coaching form on your website, um, ended up chatting with you for a bit about my concerns and my hopes for coaching, and then I officially took the leap and made the investment in myself to pursue coaching with you when we determined that 
it would be a good fit for the both of us. Mm-hmm. I remember that day as well. Oh, do you? <laughs> yes. Oh my yes. gosh, I love that. I was so excited that you had reached out and that we were going to work together because I just loved your energy from like meeting you in Reiki sessions mm-hmm. and kind of knowing just from our sessions together how um, not in love you were with yes. your career. And mm-hmm. so when you reached out about that, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so yes. excited to work with you. Oh, yes. that's funny. Yeah. So longtime podcast listeners know that a big part of what I do for all my coaching clients is StrengthsFinder, helping people uncover their natural strengths and creating a life where they get to thrive and use them every single day. I get goosebumps though when I think about your StrengthsFinder mm-hmm. story. And I just got them again. <laughs> Can you talk about the big life change you've made since discovering your strengths and how you're feeling about that? Yeah. So um, first of all, I seriously wish there was a way that everybody on earth could take the StrengthsFinder mm-hmm. quiz. Um, learning what my top natural strengths were were just so pivotal for me and not only played a huge role in me making the big life change that I'm about to share, but it also helped me understand why exactly I'd felt so unfulfilled in my career. So um, my number one strength is empathy paired with four other strengths in my top 10 based in connecting with others and building relationships. And the cool thing about StrengthsFinder is that I never saw these strengths as strengths, but rather things that just came naturally to me. And so I never gave a lot of thought to them. Um, I just thought, you know, this is just who I am. There's nothing more to these traits beyond that. Um, And the not so cool thing about it was um, I realized that in most of my jobs um, that I'd had as a designer, including the one I was in at the time, I rarely, if ever, got to use those strengths. Um, So no wonder I felt so drained and unfulfilled, you know, day to day. So um, after discovering my strengths, I thought, okay, how can I not only take these strengths and apply them towards something I love, but how can I also utilize the talents I've already developed as a creative professional? So after a lot of Googling and research, I discovered the art therapy field. Um, And for those who may not be familiar with what art therapy is, it's very similar to traditional talk therapy, except instead of conveying complicated thoughts or emotions with just words, it uses artistic techniques like drawing or painting or even collaging to help people express themselves and work through complex moments or feelings. So um, I obviously enjoy art and I've always had an interest in psychology and just how the brain works. And I even had my own positive experiences in therapy myself. Um, And not to mention, I'd be able to build relationships and connect with people in a role like that. So the more I looked into art therapy, the more and more excited I got about it. And I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And I am such a big believer that if there's something that's stuck on your mind, it's stuck on your mind for a reason. So um, out of curiosity, one day I had just looked up what would be needed to become an art therapist, and it requires a master's degree. And coincidentally, there's a school in the Twin Cities that offers a master's degree specifically in art therapy. And I've always loved the Minneapolis area, and I've always kind of daydreamed about moving there, but never really took the leap to actually do it. So when I discovered that there was a school there, I had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, this is like meant to be. Yes. Like I need to do this. Yes. It's, this is what I am called to do. 
So, um, officially announcing to the world, I am going back to school to pursue an art therapy degree this spring. Yay! Oh my gosh, I am just beaming with joy for Uh you. I am so excited. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love this so much. And I'm just so excited about this next chapter for you. You literally light up when you talk about going back to school. And I know you are going to bless just so many Mm -hmm. people's lives. But making the shift was a huge leap of faith. Like you said, it wasn't the easiest thing to do. And before the show, we were talking about taking this first leap and the ripple effects of that. This is the part I think our listeners really need to hear. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about how you've seen yourself continue to grow and believe in your own success since taking that initial step? Yeah. So in order to be accepted into the art therapy master's program, I need two more prerequisites under my belt completed by the end of the fall to be accepted into the spring term. And unfortunately, those two prerequisite classes are held during the typical eight to five workday. So, um, this was obviously a problem as I, you know, my career was in that typical eight to five time. So, um, I ended up going to my managers and I, you know, talked to them about my plans and I asked if there was any possible way that I could keep working and take classes. You know, um, I offered to come in early in the morning. I offered to stay late. I offered to work weekends. Like I was trying to do anything I could to make this work. Um, but unfortunately they more or less gave me the ultimatum that I either decide to take classes and go back to school or keep working for them. They wouldn't allow me any flexibility whatsoever. Um, so when I heard that my heart was telling me to just take the leap and take the classes, but there was also that very real panic moment where reality sort of set in. I thought, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? Like I have rent to pay. I have bills to pay. I have this job that allows me to do both of those things. And, you know, I still need to make money and have a job, you know? So, um, after crying for a while and just letting those tears dry and kind of letting that panic kind of fade away for a few hours, um, I ended up telling my parents my dilemma and And I was just so afraid of how they would react which is why I was really surprised when my mom said you know I'm sorry you're in this position but I know you'll figure it out and in that moment it's like another light bulb went off it's like you know what she's right like I will figure this out I am talented I'm smart Mm -hmm. I'm you know confident in my abilities as a professional to find another job in the meantime so yes I can totally do this this is just you know, a curveball, and I can handle this. So um, I decided to take that leap and um, quit my job in pursuit of taking these classes and um, doing this new thing that I was just so excited about. And spoiler alert, since taking that leap and leaving that job behind, I found another job in the meantime, like I said I would, and I am just loving it so far. So I am just, I don't know if you can tell, I'm just beaming for you. I'm so (laughs) proud of you. Mm -hmm. And just seeing like you transition in these past few months when we worked together, it was like the thing all coaches just get so excited about, like seeing the people they work with just transform Mm -hmm. and like go after what you're most passionate about and your purpose in life, which I think is so beautiful. So I am just so stinking proud of you. You You are so welcome. 
Okay, so shifting gears a little bit, I know there are women listening to this who might be thinking, I could never go after my goals like that or find what lights me up because of my anxiety. Or maybe they're thinking, it's not the right time for me to invest in myself because I'm too anxious, I'm too Mm -hmm. disorganized, I'm too whatever. What has been your experience working with a coach and going after your goals as someone with anxiety? And what would you tell other women who are in a similar position? Yeah, so coming with somebody who also struggles with anxiety, my advice would be show up for yourself now, today, just as you are, you know, with your anxiety, with your disorganization, with your whatever, your perfect imperfection is what I like to call it. Like, don't wait for that perfect moment because there will never be a perfect moment to invest in yourself. Like, the perfect moment is right now. Um, By simply taking the initiative to evolve and grow, I've seen what I'm capable of, and it's been huge for my anxiety to be able to say, like, you know, I've proven myself to be capable of taking risks and coming out better and stronger on the other side for doing so. And the ripple effects of taking that first step are just amazing because those effects are what give you the courage and give you the momentum to keep moving forward and keep taking more and more steps to grow and evolve just as you are like in this moment. And also on that anxiety note, um, working with you has just given me a lot of tools to help with anxiety in general too. Um, Not only do Reiki sessions leave me feeling so balanced and just clear-minded and relaxed, but also learning to meditate and just breathe and be present with my thoughts in the moment has been huge for addressing anxieties that still show up in my life from time to time. That's awesome. I remember um, one of your homework assignments I had you do was write out affirmations. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first two times you were just like, uh, like, I don't even want to say these out loud. <laughs> yes. And then it was a few weeks later and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like some of these are actually starting to like come true. Mm -hmm. I'm actually feeling this about myself and I say them out loud and it feels really powerful. So I just thought that was such Mm a beautiful thing to watch you kind of transform through even just your affirmations. Yes. And affirmations have been huge too. I know that you told me there would be a time when you feel like you need new affirmations because you feel like you don't need these anymore. And I feel like I'm kind of already there too. Yay! Goosebumps again! Full body! (laughs) That makes me so happy to hear. Okay, so since we're talking about goals, I want to ask you, what was it about working with a coach that you think made going after your goals different compared to before? Mm -hmm. Definitely the accountability. You know, I've made goals for myself before, and even though discipline is in my top five strengths, um, I'm only human. I still get busy with life, and it's so easy to just put those goals on the back burner and kind of say, oh, I'll get to them later, or I have to focus on doing this first, and then I'll get to this goal eventually. But with the coaching, you're not only being held accountable by another person, but you're also working out an action plan together to actually take steps to achieve those goals. Like it's one thing to have dreams and it's another to say, okay, what steps do we need to take to actually make those dreams a reality? So for me, those action plans came in the form of kind of weekly homework assignments that we discuss in our coaching sessions together. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so important for 
anyone to have a coach um, at any transition in their life because what happens is we get, we're like, we're in this box and we can't mm-hmm. really see outside the box. We don't see any other um, ideas or ways out. We just yes. see these four walls around us. Mm-hmm. But you bring someone else in and they're able to look back and see this full picture and they're like, I see 17 different possibilities exactly. outside of your box. Mm-hmm. Let's pick you up. Let's take you outside of your box and show you those. And it's like, whoa, I never would have thought of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, the accountability and action steps because sometimes we don't even know, like, what is the first step I should be taking Mm -hmm. towards this? Exactly. That's awesome. Yes. And um, also, I would say um, just working with a woman like you who's been in kind of that similar place of feeling stuck and just feeling like you were destined for something bigger has been huge for me. Um, we live in a culture as Americans that kind of admires that individual hustle. And especially as women, we're kind of expected to almost compete against each other or do that hard work alone behind the scenes and then only show the world the final product or kind of a highlight reel. So having another woman on your team who's been in your shoes before, who can listen to your goals and say, yes, you can totally do that. You're totally capable of doing these things. And letting you know you're not going at it alone is so extremely empowering too. Mm. I love Mm -hmm. that. Thank you for saying that. It is. It's really nice knowing you have someone there cheering you on and supporting you, but Mm -hmm. also giving you the tough love when you need it too, right? There's that balance there. Mm -hmm. Okay. One more question before we end the show today, which I don't want to end it because I've missed (laughs) hanging out with you so much. I know. Um, We're friends and we've known each other Mm -hmm. for a long while. So we're comfortable with each other now, but I want to be real with listeners about what it takes to show up for yourself. Like you have in self-discovery and finding your strengths and purpose. What is it really like to show up and invest in yourself for the first time? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be totally honest. It is terrifying. <laughs> it is uncomfortable. It is scary. But you have nothing to lose. You only have everything to gain. The only way to really truly grow is to force yourself out of your comfort zone and put yourself in those new uncomfortable situations and take those leaps because that's where you're going to learn the most about yourself. So you lent me a book called You Are a Badass at Making Money and something that the author wrote in the book that has just stuck with me is talking about comfort zones. And she says... If you're uncomfortable in your comfort zone, are you truly in your comfort zone? Probably not. So what do you have to lose in stepping outside of that uncomfortable comfort zone? You know, once you make that first big step, it just gets easier and it feels more natural to take more steps after that. And you'll find yourself wanting to take more steps. You'll find yourself wanting to get out of that comfort zone. And you're going to want to keep investing in yourself and keep developing yourself more and more. And eventually there will be a point where you can't imagine not even having taken that first step. Because that's definitely how I feel. Um, Even though it's only been a little over one month now since, you know, taking that leap and quitting that job and pursuing something new that just lights me up. Um, it's so hard to think back and not imagining having taking that step. Um, and you know, I'm not some superhuman. I'm not some extraordinary person. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, all it really takes is knowing that you are worth it and just taking that first step. Mm, Mm -hmm. I love that. I love seeing you just sitting here in front of me Mm -hmm. and being, 
you're just totally different than when we started oh, a month yes. ago. You know, can mm-hmm. you can you feel it too? I absolutely yeah. feel that. Yes, and it's incredible how mm-hmm. much I've grown mm-hmm. just in these last few months. It's incredible. Yes, yes. you're so much more confident, even in like the way you speak yes. and talk about yourself. And mm-hmm. oh, I'm just oh, so happy for I'm you. So happy too. <laughs> oh. I love this so much. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much, Molly, yes, for coming in. I'm so, so happy we get to continue working together yes. over these next few months mm-hmm. um, with Reiki and monthly coaching calls. Yes. And I would just be so sad if you were just to move away and for us to lose <laughs> connection. So I'm so happy yes. we still get to at least hang out Absolutely. once a month together. Yes. So it's so awesome. Me too. Um, thank you for sharing your story yes. and for inspiring us. And I know this will inspire so many women who are waiting to find their purpose too. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love Molly's journey and I am so, so thankful she shared it with us on the podcast today. Friends, if you are feeling stuck in your career, like Like, you know you are meant for more, but you don't know what that looks like or how to make it happen, don't hesitate to send me a DM on Instagram at my.purposeful.life or head on over to my website at mypurposeful.life and sign up for a consult today. I would be honored to connect with you on a more personal level, hear your story, and talk with you about how life and goal coaching can launch you into a career you love. And as always, if you love this episode, don't forget to share it with another woman leader in your life who would be inspired by it too. Thank you so much for listening. I love and appreciate each and every one of you.